Well, as we come, I was going to say come towards summer, I'm here at Calcott Hall Farm with Andrew McTurk. Um, Easter was early. Yes, it wasn't very special, was it? No, not very special at all. But we've had a mild winter, which... But Ridiculous, really. Total lack of any serious uh, hard weather, was there? Which is reflected, really, in the soil condition. Soil is not in all that good order this year. That's interesting. So, really, you like to plough it. I mean, we always say, you know, plough, dig it in your garden, rough, let the frost do the yep. work. I mean, does it really do the work for a oh, farmer? tremendously so. It gives you that top tilth um, when the, the, the surface is lovely and friable and nice. It doesn't mean many frosts, but we haven't, didn't have enough this year to make a good job. It's, it's, it's tickled it, you might say, but not really um, knocked it back. So does that add more tractor work to the ground then? Yes, really? you have to force a cultivation, force a seed bed rather than it naturally comes. Because the other thing you've got to remember is it kills so many bugs and stuff. Um, yeah, bugs that you and I don't know what's what, but we know a good winter certainly kills a lot more slugs. Slugs are becoming a major problem in all, in gardens and, and on commercial farms and so on. And uh, lots of things like that. It needs hard weather to knock it back. What's one of the first things you'll be getting into the ground this year? Well, this year I think probably will be beetroot's probably the first, and then we've got all this Brussels sprouts and, and so on. They'll follow on quite quickly because sprouts, amazingly, need a huge, long life in the ground, whereas cauliflowers, which you think are very similar, need a very, relatively short period. Which is quite funny, isn't it? Because you think of a Brussels sprout, you know, your stalk of Brussels sprout that we always talk about at Christmas, it's not costing that much money when you think no. how long it's got taken to grow. That's right, that's right. As you say, it, but it's got an awful lot of growing to do they usually go in 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 may late april may um where, whereas the the cauliflower go in 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 june even early july and you've cut and finished them by christmas and and, and the others are coming on anyway that's it's, it's one of the funny things now you're doing a bit of seed work as well to try and encourage a bit of um Bees, yeah. Well, What's well, that about? It's, it's, there's, there's this stewardship scheme which is available to farmers, and we think it's a, a, a good idea. We should be encourage the beneficial insects and so on, especially bees, obviously, and lots of multitude of other ones, which I don't know what they are, but they, mm. they, I'm told they do good. Um, and so, around some of the field margins, we're putting this this uh, pollen and nectar mix, um, and the idea is obviously that the the, 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 the the good good insects can use that, and they use them for pollination of the crops and so on. I think it's quite important that farmers participate in that because you guys always get accused, don't you, of spraying everywhere and nothing's left for the bees. But it's actually not really true at all, is it? Uh, I mean, far from it now. Nowadays, I mean, the way the, the stewardship scheme works, in any case, the, 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 the things we have to do now for the, the environment, the days of us killing off everything is, is, is nonsense. And several things, I mean, the, the, the amount of chemicals we use, anything remotely not very safe, we're no longer allowed to use, um, and we're restricted on what crops we can use them on, and really, you have, must remember that we as farmers, we want the bees and everything to, to do the pollination. That's right. It's not us versus the gardeners, we want it just as much as they do. I know, and I think sometimes people forget that, don't they, and they, you, you, they miss the point on that completely. That's, that's right, that's yeah. right. They just see a spray going across the field and, and presume it's, it's doing harm. Now, just as you've got a farm shop alongside, you know, have you found trends have changed again this spring or uh, is it similar? Or, you know, because certain crops suddenly spring up, don't they? Mainly because uh, often it's been seen on a cooking programme. Uh, has that happened this year? Well, everything's the same and similar, but what has happened, I mean, the silly things like, I mean, you, you know, as a garden, much more so. 
we've had daffodils on flower now since November. And I think it'll actually, what we're all, oh, woe is us, the daffodils are already flowering. But in actual fact, it's, I think it's been the best daffodil year forever. Oh, it's fantastic. It's gone on it? and on and on. We've and had much more benefit. It, it'll go right through beyond Easter and out um, to oh, through, yes, through Easter. And oh, I'm sure we'll have, have them most this month. <laughs> and so that's a benefit. Um, as far as the shop goes, there was a, it has been a bit of a problem because such a mild winter, a lot of the cabbage and things which should have gone on into about now May time have failed. To, they've ripened early, so there is a bit of a shortfall now, but only a relatively short because the new stuff is, is coming, coming on. In. So, do you get a softer cabbage due to milder weather through the winter, or, or does it just not hard? Not up? a softer, it, it, it isn't damaged by, by the hard weather. Um, you can't, in, even these hardy cabbage. With a really hard frost, it, it does spoil the outside leaves, so you have to cut them away. So it, it does affect it. The quality has been very, very good this year, and, and, and it's, it's reflected in the trade in the sense that people haven't had, not, we haven't had near so much import this year because there's been homegrown stuff that sometimes might have suffered with the weather. Which is they, good. Kept going. Oh, yes, definitely, definitely. How about casseroles, stews, and all those lovely <laughs> things like swedes and turnips that I always loved and enjoyed? I mean, are they still as popular or have they disappeared because we've had a mild winter, do you think? The uh, one, one you mentioned, turnips, seems to be fading away very fast. Because they became trendy a couple of years ago. Yeah, literally, they? the little baby turnips yes. things, chefs used them, as you were saying just earlier. I'd be tempted to say they've gone backwards rather, but the other stuff's probably not as good as some years because hard weather, people do go out and buy some parsnips and leeks, make a big stew, and, as you just said. Um, and we haven't had that really intense weather. There's four, you know, three weeks of hard weather and so on and so on. So that hasn't happened. But in general, it, what comes around goes around and it's evened itself out. Just going back to the weather, we said it's mild winter, mild spring. Will that affect you as a farmer growing vegetables coming up through summer or will it make no difference? Little or no difference. Our reservoirs are full, so we've had enough rainfall for that, which is often can be a worry sometimes. Although it appears to have been dry this spring, we've had enough rain to have, to have got through. Um, uh, I can't see any real problems. Our, our, our biggest worry would be here we are in early May and, and, and if it suddenly turned, we have had a cold snap before now, and we had some snow in, in May several years ago. It has happened before. It has happened. That would probably do more harm than anything.